Hello, this is Trevor Lee. This is the Sales and Presentation Podcast. Uh, it's episode number 102, not that that really matters right now. Um, I'm recording this on Sunday, March the 29th. It's going to be broadcast to the world on Monday, March the 30th, because you know, a lot of the stuff we're going to be talking about today is is here and now. It's uh, working from home. It's all the things that are going on, because in the UK, certainly what a difference a week makes. Blimey, this time last week, you know, we were in a different situation to where we are now. Um, so uh, thank you very much to everybody who's uh, sent their contributions in for this episode, which was all about working from home. And, and pretty much in the last week, lots and lots of people, certainly here in the UK, have transformed the way they work. Um, most offices have closed, a lot of retail outlets, well, virtually everything is closed effectively. And those that are still working are working from home. Uh, a lot of you are maybe in the furlong situation now where you're, you know, you may not be working for the next four or eight or even 12 weeks. So I've got some thoughts and ideas around that as well. So um, I think I did more sort of video conferencing calls last week than, than I've ever done collectively ever before. So <laughs> I'm sure you're all doing that as well. So I've been pulling together with the help of a uh, uh, several of my uh, contacts on LinkedIn who have contributed things to how best can you make sure you know you use this time when you're now working from home, you're trying you're trying to stay focused, uh, you're trying to change touch with your team as well, uh, you're trying to feel like being part of a team still as well, um, and how do you keep all that going and keep that motivation going for yourself and for your business when a lot of your customers aren't needing your services right here, right now. So I've pulled together quite a few bits of information, uh, some of which you will be familiar with because there's lots of people out there putting this sort of stuff out. But anyway, so l- let me let me walk you through the contributions I've had from the people I know on LinkedIn because they've been really, really useful. So I'm going to start with Diane M, who works for a company called Archangel Lightworks. Now, Diane's company, they are doing daily lunchtime yoga sessions. Okay, (laughs) these are all clearly on video conferencing. But the point is that it's a great way of keeping the team together. They've also got online team game sessions going on. And Diane makes the point that it's really important to get a routine going, um, which she accepts is not easy when you're working at home and your children at home as well and your partners at home and, and you may not have the space that you've set out. And Andrew Hampton, who uh, runs a company, well, two companies called Pitched and ITOK, um, they uh, he took he put a blog together uh, several weeks ago, or I think even the end of last year now, which talked about working from home, and it was really useful. Um, he sent a copy to me, and he talked about non-distraction space, um, and I'm I'm very lucky because I've got a, an office built in my garden which went up in the autumn um so i've got a big non-distraction space but for most of you listening to this you're not used to working from home so you haven't got that non-distraction space but so andrew's point is is try and find somewhere in your house that you can and you can kind of close off and it can be your space so that you can work without too many distractions and what's interesting about distractions from working from home is that although you're surrounded by your family and and all that sort of stuff um, what you're not surrounded by is all your people at work in your open plan office who are continually disrupting you. And ironically, a few weeks ago, I was working with some people on how to avoid 
disruptions and distractions when you're in the office? Because I read somewhere that every three minutes when you're in your, your office environment, you get interrupted. And you know what it's like, you know, working in an open plan office, you've got colleagues on the phone, you've got, you know, chatter going on around you. It's very hard sometimes to stay concentrated. So actually, some of you might be finding, even though you've got your children and, and partners and around at home and dogs and whatever else, that you're actually less distracted working from home than you would be in that open plan office. It did make me think whether we'll all realise that the open plan office going forward is not maybe the best idea in the world anymore. When I first started out in business, we didn't have open plan offices. You know, we were all crowded into corridors and all that sort of stuff. And then it was decided that we all need to be together in a big space so that we can all interact and, and you know, socialise and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, yeah, became, you know, it was the th- every, every, pl- every office now is pretty much open plan, isn't it? But, you know, maybe going forward, we might change our ideas on that. So thanks to Diane. Thanks to Andrew those things now talking of uh, non-distraction space we're talking about space and andy williams andy's a space consultant and andy talk, uh, he's been talking to me about the importance this week for him of video conferencing and he said he uh, he had a video conference for the first time with 15 people on it and it worked really really well and the point andy makes is that he thinks video conferencing is much more important than telephone conferencing and certainly emailing because you're seeing people face to face, and right now we need that social interaction, don't we? We need to see people that we don't normally, you know, when we're normally used to seeing lots of people. No matter what we do, we probably see lots of people, don't we? So I know when I'm working from home normally, if I've got a whole day in the office and I'm not doing video calls because I haven't been used to doing that, I'll just walk into town and plonk myself in a coffee shop for an hour just to work on a particular project because I see people around me. So Andy's point is that replace those things with with video conferencing. Now, talking of video conferencing, I'm, I, I reckon that probably in the last week we've all upskilled our you know our video conferencing uh, use of and uh, and our understanding of uh, our technology skills generally. So whether you're using Skype or Zoom, which is which is the one I use, but the big thing I think is. Um, and this is, uh, I picked a big point from this in a, in a podcast. Uh, there's a guy called Brian Neal and Bill Kasky, Advanced Selling Podcast. And they're doing some great, they've been doing, they are the world's longest running sales training podcast. So uh, they give me lots of inspiration. They were part of the reason I started my own podcast. But in recent episodes, they've up, their, they've up their game actually. They're now doing two or three episodes a week rather than one a week. And the, the latest one they've put out, they, they talked about how important it is that you've got some decent kit to you know to hit, to record on uh, and listen to and the, and probably ironically on video the most important thing is not necessarily the quality of your video feed it is the quality of your audio feed so you need to get yourself a microphone um, you can buy these on Amazon you know you can still get stuff on Amazon delivered and all that sort of stuff a USB microphone to plug into your computer or your laptop probably cost you 20 30 40 quid at the most you can get a good one for that and you'll, you'll notice a massive, massive difference. And I've been on a few calls this week. And, and for some of the people on the call, the audio quality has been great. For others, it's not been very good at all. And if, you've got a, if you're using your iPhone or your, or your mobile phone uh, for these calls, then get yourself a, a, connect, get yourself a little you know, microphone to go with that as well. Just make sure you get a connector with it. Um, just, just, just Google it on that, you know, and, and it'll tell you what to get and what bits you need. It will make a massive difference because as Brian, uh, Brian Neal and Bill Kasky say, if you are still interacting with customers, then your the virtual experience that you offer, the virtual customer experience, as they call it, it needs to be right. 
And they may, you know, if, if everybody's, you know, probably got a built-in webcam or you know something like that, and that's that's okay. But the the audio quality is the is the deal breaker here for for using uh, technology in video conferencing. So Audio Technica, uh, Rode, they're the two brands that I use for my microphones. Um, and you know, get yourself a microphone. You don't need to spend a lot of money, but it will make a massive difference. And you know, frankly, you know, it, it's an investment for the future as well as right now, isn't it? Because this could go on in the UK for a while. It's going on in the world for a while. And when we come out of it, we may realise that we don't need to do as much travelling to meetings, do we? We can do more video conference calls and therefore we are, I think we're using this period right now to get ourselves set up for that as well going forward. I'll be enormously surprised if we don't all recognise that we don't have to go to the office quite as much as we used to. We don't have to travel to meetings quite as much as we used to. We can join a conference by video link. We can sit in on a webinar rather than you know, travel hundreds of miles or fly somewhere to sit in on a conference. So uh, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, talking of conferences and things like that, um, I'm planning this week to try and put some sessions out on YouTube. Not not Joe Wick's PE sessions, you'll be pleased to know, but um, just some things like on presentation skills, because um, I do believe right now is a great opportunity to upskill yourself. Uh, take this time to learn new skills that will help you going forward. So look out for that um, Trevor Lee YouTube channel. I'll probably p- I'll put it on LinkedIn and all those sort of places. But I'm trying to do some short sessions. I haven't worked out if I can go live with this yet, but if I can, I'm going to. Um, and it will be uh, four or five, 20, 30, 40 minute sessions. And they'll be recorded because I'm going to do them on Zoom. And then, you know, they'll be available for you. So hopefully you can benefit from those and upskill yourself while you're in this situation. Right. Um, So that was Andy's contribution about video conferencing. Great stuff. Thanks very much, Andy. Peter Howells, who's the head of state development down at Falmouth Exeter Plus. Peter got in touch with me and said his his guys are using Microsoft Teams. And uh, he thinks the key to the success of this is is having is giving people flexibility and trusting them that you know they are you know if they're working from home that that's what they're doing, and it's very interesting, isn't it? And, and I remember years ago when when we when you know first people started working from home, and I was working in the media sector, and the bosses they didn't trust anyone from working from home. They just assumed if you're working from home, you weren't actually working from home. <laughs> and they kind of wanted you to fill in what you'd been doing and all that nonsense, you know. Remember, the, if you're a salesperson, remember the days when your bosses used to ask you for call sheets, you know, what have you done? What have you done today? What have you done in the last hour? And that's the attitude that they had to working from home. So you have to trust people to, to do the job that you, you've paid them for. And, um, and I think that was also one of the reasons, you know, why bosses brought in open plan offices, so they could see what everybody was doing. Um, God, you know, because we have to have that trust, don't we? When I, it goes back a long time. When I started in the media business, oh, as a young uh, sales rep on advertising, oh, God, years ago now, I remember going to a meeting with a client first thing in the morning, and we, you know, we all started at nine o'clock probably, and I arrived at the office at quarter past nine because I'd already been to see a client. And the MD of the business, who I didn't really know because I was a new kid on the block, you know, and he, and he marched, you know, I could hear him marching in around me. Anyway, he must have clocked who I was. I tell you what, I'd been in the office about five minutes and my, my boss called me in and said, um, so so where were you this morning, Trevor? Because um, uh, managing director, Mr Bolton, wanted to know where you were, why you were coming in at quarter past nine. I said, well, uh, I was with a client. I've already done a deal this morning. Uh, you know, so there is that trust there. So, Pete, thanks very much for that. Jenny Opie, Bickerstaff Accountants. Oh, oh, 
Pete, sorry, Pete's, Pete's uh, gang are doing a virtual pub, which sounds terrific, and they're using the virtual pub for social conversations. So brilliant idea. I don't know how you do that, but connect with Pete on LinkedIn, and Peter Howells, that is, and he'll tell you how to do that. Jenny Opie, bigger stuff accountants. They're having a team Zoom meeting once a day. They're using group chat and Facebook Messenger and all that sort of stuff. So we're all out there. All that. We're, we're trying to connect. We're trying to stay in touch. And we're having to adjust. And we're having to do things differently to, you know, to make sure that our teams and ourselves feel still motivated in, in this situation. Now, I know that if you're in the kind of furlong situation, you're not supposed to be working on with the business at all because that's the reason why the government's going to pay you in the UK for not working. But nevertheless, you know, that doesn't stop you upskilling, does it? It doesn't stop you learning. If you just want to sit idle for 12 weeks and just, you know, make the most of it, that's up to you. But my thought is this is a brilliant opportunity if you're in the furlong situation and you're usually in working in a business to business in an office, then learn loads of stuff, you know, and, and yeah, tune into the presentation skills stuff I'm going to do on YouTube. And just get yourself out there, you know, in terms of, you know, getting online and reading books and learning stuff and, and, and taking it all in. And it's, I, I, rem, I remember uh, 100 years ago, I was, um, after I survived the Roger Bolton, why are you in a quarter past nine debacle, I actually, a couple of years later, got myself on a trainee manager's course. It was for six months, six months. And I was out the business learning to be a manager for six months. There were three of us across the UK. And um, the scheme never happened again. So I was massively fortunate to go on it. And my boss at the time said, You'll never have a better opportunity, Trevor, to you know to, to learn because you're out the business. As soon as you get through this program and hopefully you'll become a manager, and as soon as you get that manager's job, that'll be the end. You'll never have time to do all this learning. You know, it'll just be so busy. And he was right. So we have got this time now. If you, if you if your customers aren't working with you as much, or if your business has put you on furlong or something like that, you do have this time to learn. So you know, make the most of it. You know, do do learning, but stay in touch with people. On Friday morning, I was involved with the New Key Business Club networking. I, I usually go to that once every, well, I don't know, eight, ten weeks maybe. I've been to the last two now because they've been online and it's been great. And again, you know, one or two qualities with audio and things like that. But nevertheless, it's been good to keep in touch with people and all that sort of stuff. So there we go. I, I hope that's useful. Um, I mean, other people are talking, of course, about, you know, make sure you get dressed properly and you take your exercise break. And you should. You At the moment, we've in the UK, we've allowed one exercise out of our house, from our house rather, you know, a day. So go for a walk, go for a run, go for a cycle. You need to do that because you'll, you'll get ideas. When I was out for my run the other day, I was thinking about the Joe Wicks PE class and I thought, why can't I do something like that on YouTube with a start with presentations, then we'll do sales and then we'll do customer experience and all that sort of stuff as well. So, got, so I'm kind of thinking, oh my God, how am I going to deliver all this? But you know, we'll find a way. So, and if you're your own boss, then think about what your offer is. You know, if you're if you're a consultant like I am, and you're, at the moment nothing's really happening, and your your clients are laying, you know, saying, "Well, we don't really need you for a couple of months now because we haven't got anybody in the business," then th- you know, use that time positively to work on your own business. Check your website. You know, is it up to date? How can you improve it? How can you do things differently? Look at what you're offering. Rewrite your offerings and all that sort of stuff. Because when you you know when people are ready. You know, there could be a big surge of activity when this all finishes and you're going to be in demand and you never have time then to come up with some new ideas. So think about what people are going to need from you. Where is the value that you offer going forward? Think about that now. Use this time because it will, you'll probably never get it again. So, you know, there are some, you know, are some silver linings in all these clouds and, and I think that's really important 
that you do that. So, you know, get yourself prepared for when things change. That's what I'm doing. I'm rewriting all my programs. I'm re-looking at all my online digital stuff. I want to do more of that. Um, all sorts of activity. Right, there we go. So <laughs> I hope that's good. Um, I've been trying to do motivational stuff as well. Um, uh, I used my exercise uh, time on Saturday to do my own version of a park run, shot a little video uh, with the help of my son who was with me. Um, he was miles ahead of me in the park run. I didn't have to worry about the two-meter gap because he went off, he raged off. He was about 100 meters in front of me after about a minute. And then he I couldn't get anywhere near him, you know, so didn't have to worry about that. But anyway, we shot a little video about, you know, the way that uh, if you've ever been on a park run, that uh, a run director starts the park run, and we had a bit of fun with that, and it and it's cheered a few people up, so it seems, so that's all good. So think about what you can do as well to keep, you know, your friends and your colleagues motivated uh, as, as you go, as, and, and of course yourself as well. So there we go. Um, I'll be back next week with another podcast. I might even have a podcast before then if I've got some great stuff. If you want to contribute to this or you want to be interviewed on this podcast, you know, come and tell me what you're doing, what your ideas are. How are you going to plan going forward for the future? What changes are you going to make? Then, you know, you could be on furlough. You can still be on this podcast. All right. So get in touch. Contact me on LinkedIn or send me an email to podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. There's a bit of stuff coming at the end of this. I'll tell you how to get in, remind you how to do that as well. I've done a great, a great interview on Friday with a guy called Brian Burkhart. He runs a business called Square Planet. He's got a book and, uh, he, you know, he's in Illinois. Uh, uh, sorry, he's not. He's in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> sorry, Brian, if you're listening. Um, we had a great interview about presentation skills and I'm going to I'm going to bring that, uh, pu- publish that in a, in a week or so's time when, when people are starting to think about, you know, uh, getting back to that as well. So it ties in with a lot of the stuff I'll be doing on the, hopefully in the YouTube sessions as well. Right, that's enough from me i'm sure so remember you know stay safe stay positive and do use this time to get ready for when things i won't say get back to normal because they won't be because things will be different but when you're in demand think about your value think about your products think about your services what can you you know think about your look at your website get it all sorted do all that stuff and you know get yourself a good microphone so that when you are on that video call everybody can hear you loud and clear There we go. That's the end of this this week's podcast, or today's podcast. There might be another one this week. Who knows? Stay safe, everybody. Cheers for now. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organisation needs to transform its sales activity and re-energise its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.